You are now listening to the Fikemi Average Podcast, the home of quality content. Stay tuned. guys i have recorded this episode i don't know how many times not because like anything is wrong with the audio anything but i just keep feeling like i haven't said (laughs) what i need to say or i feel like i haven't said the right things or i sound too judgmental there's just so many things going through my head and i feel like it's not good enough to put out or it's just a lot right and from the title i'm talking about sex and the city this topic was placed in my mind while I was praying with my best friend yesterday. I had been thinking about talking about this for a pretty long time, actually, because of a post I saw. And while we're praying, the title drops in my head. And when it said Sex and the City, I said, eh? Ha. That's a lot. So is this something I really want to talk about? Am I bold enough to talk about this? I'm shy. <laughs> that was what was going through my mind. But um, one thing I got reminded about is the fact that how I am right now and how much I've built myself in terms of abstinence and trying to stay away from sexual activities is because of the couples, the Christian couples I listen to that share their experiences because of pastors that I listen to that, you know, preach about sermons, about relationships and marriage. My favorite thing to read about, listen to, I love relationships. I love marriage, anything romance. Ah, I love it. And because of the love I have for those things, I try to fill my mind with a lot of Christian perspectives. So you catch me listening to sermons. You catch me listening to Christian couples. That's why I fill my mind with. Because growing up, there was a time, I think when I was 15, 16, I think that's when I found Wattpad. When I found Wattpad, hormones I didn't know I possessed. (laughs) they came out um so what part writes i found a lot of stories a lot of stories about romance bad boys to uh, my best friend my best friend kiniko kiniko um there were so many books i don't want to start listing them but there were so many books and most of them always had sex in it so either this couple did this and then so it just kept it just gave me a lot in my mind to think about like it just left a lot in my head right and you know the way books are you're left to your imagination so more my imagine i used to imagine a lot of things i think that you everybody know did not blend but mama imagine a lot of stuff <laughs> a lot of stuff and when you have an opportunity to now execute those things probably in a relationship with someone or someone is moving to you it's going to be so so easy so so easy but i was never in a position per se to do that because i have really strict parents so there wasn't even space for you to go out and see anybody so there's no way you meet anybody (laughs) you want to execute those things with so thank god for that um so yeah basically just the thoughts alone right would have made it so easy for me to do whatever i wanted to do because even when i meet some people and you know situations happen right so just because those thoughts were at back of my mind and from your mind right wherever your mind is that's where your body flows so your mind controls your body so first of all you have to guard your mind that's why the bible says guard your heart guard your heart because out of it hmm, things they happen 
So first thing is from your mind. And even the Bible says that when you start thinking about someone sexually, when you start lusting, oh, it's in sin already. This, that's, that's where it starts from. It doesn't start from when the action happens. Because obviously you have to think about it. You have to go there. You have to meet the person. You have to, So it starts from your mind. And when you can guard your mind and set your mind straight, it will be easier for you to abstain. But basically, yeah. Why did I want to talk about this? I saw a post, right, on TikTok. I don't know if it was a skit or actual reality. But this babe was basically, I think, begging her boyfriend not to leave her or break up with her. And he um, was like, he's been um, he's been abstinent. I've been celibate for a really long time with her. And he's tired that he can't do it again. And he actually wants to. That why? That isn't, isn't she seeing all her friends? That all her friends, all her mates, can't she see what her friends are doing for their boyfriend? I can't remember exactly. So I'm not saying it's exactly how it is. But this is like what I got. And then she was now begging, like, no, no, that she just, just wants to do is that, um, all of that. It was not like a situation of, it's not fair, kiniko, kiniko. And he was like, whatever her eyes should see or something like that, that is left to her. <laughs> that whatever her eyes should see that if he ends up with someone and he's cheating on her, he sh- um, she should not blame him. I said, wow. And when I saw the comment section, right, at first I was like, ah, this is not real. Like, this is so, this is so sad. This is so funny. But people were actually saying, that's what happened to me, and it was really later he cheated. I said, eh. Like, I was actually shocked that this is actual reality. Like, I used to hear about that. Obviously, things like this happen. But I never knew it was this. Like, I, I never had, like, an actual, you know, representation of how it was actually like. So I was really concerned. And even on Instagram, I saw a post. And in the comment section, because when I look at posts, most times I read the comment section, and this babe was basically asking for advice on what she should do that she's in a relationship with this guy and she's trying to abstain and build her relationship with god but he's not interested in that so he's been pressuring her to um be sexually active with him and he said okay they will not have sex but they'll do other things like what does the person think that can she do other things so that she can keep him ha i said wow 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 what's a wow <laughs> this is a lot so what i'm going to share right is not from a place of judgment it's just i was just genuinely concerned and i was like the reason why i know so much about um abstinence and just general education as a believer is because i read a lot and i listened to a lot of people who shared their thoughts shared perspectives gave better understanding so from the little understanding I have, I'm going to share what I know. First of all, for the first situation, for me, right, in terms of relationships, the number one thing as a believer, don't be unequally yoked. When the Bible says, um, when the Bible said don't be unequally yoked, they were not plain. Don't be unequally yoked, not just because the not because the Bible is hating on people who are not believers. But when as a believer you are with someone who is an unbeliever, there are certain standards that you have kept for yourself that will be very difficult to follow through with why because your partner who is meant to be your helpmate the person you're with your peace basic not your peace god is our peace but someone that's like your person right that is your person is not on the same page with you so it's going to be hard so when you make decisions like abstaining from sex till you're married it's going to be tough because the person you're with doesn't want to abstain and that can never work. First of all, 
just don't be unequally yoked. I can tell you for a fact. And sometimes it might be tough to leave those kind of situations because yeah, you meet it. Okay. Okay. Let me just tell you a story. So yeah, with someone, right? Um, let's say this girl, her name was, let me tell you a story of this girl named, um, Elizabeth. So basically Elizabeth was in a relationship with this guy she met in uni and he was really amazing. Like she already made up her mind that going into uni, she wasn't going to be with anybody. She just going to focus on her books and graduate and all that good stuff. But then she met this guy, you know, who had the same ringtone as her and her favorite artist then was an artist that most guys never listened to. So when her ringtone came on and he started playing the same song at the same time, she was just like, is this love? Is this love? Is this love that I'm feeling? <laughs> so she was really uh, moved by that. And they got talking and she was like, oh, you listen to this person. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And she was so happy. Um, they had a conversation about it and, you know, life just moved on. So later, Elizabeth and the guy kept talking kept relating he kept showing up trying to move to her talking to her spending quality time quality time with her and stuff like that and they ended up in a relationship right elizabeth was having the best time although she, like initially right she was like she's not going to be in a relationship because she didn't want to have to have any arguments with anybody about um abstaining from sex and all of that and so when the guy reached out to her and was like oh i'd like to be in a relationship with you she was like I like you a lot too, but in terms of relationship, I don't want anybody to stress me about abstinence or let's do this, let's do that. Like I'm not interested and I've been single all this while because I don't want to have to deal with that. So she explained everything to the guy, explained how, um, the last person she was with wasn't a relationship though, but like, um, when she was in secondary school, this is what he did and he really hurt her. He cheated and all that stuff. And he was like, oh, he'll never do that to her. Kniko, kniko. So she was like, okay, let's actually give this relationship a try. And she was really excited, you know, and he wasn't pressuring her. He didn't make her do anything she didn't want to do. Like, it was just a very lovely relationship. Her relationship with God was growing. But he was not a believer, right? His relationship with God was, it was just kind of barely there. But she, she wasn't bothered because he was a genuinely nice guy. So he already wasn't a thief he wasn't doing anything crazy he was a good guy but he didn't have a relationship with god so life continued elizabeth was really happy and it got to a point where um elizabeth started to notice some certain things so he started talking to a particular babe a lot more spending time with her and certain situations happened um and elizabeth got really uncomfortable so she told him that she wasn't interested anymore but before then, one of Elizabeth's close friends came to meet her and said, oh, I saw your man in this particular place with this babe. And she said, it's not possible. And he was like, I saw him making out to this babe here. Mind you, that guy, her friend, was close friends with her man. <laughs> so when everything scattered that night, she called her man. I was like, hey, what's up? So I heard this, 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 this that happened. Is this true? And obviously he was like, what? No, how can that be true? All these people just hate our love. They want to come between us. Yada, yada, yada. And guess what? Elizabeth believed. So Elizabeth went back to her friend and told him that, I don't believe all these things. Like, you'll never do that. Her friend got upset because he didn't trust her word and left her to see for herself, basically. 
So later on, right, the um, quality time with the other babe he was talking to kept getting closer and closer and more quality. <laughs> and things didn't work out. She got, she felt disrespected. She didn't like it at all. So she confronted him and told him she wasn't interested in the relationship anymore. And it was just because she didn't like the feeling of having to feel like an option with someone else. So fast forward, I'm skipping the story a lot. So she ended the relationship with him and everything and she went on with her life. Then later on, she found out that when she reached out to a guy and he, um, when he reached out and wanted to apologize and see if things could work, she asked him if it was generally true that he made out with the babe and he was cheating. And he said, yes. Hey, <laughs> so she even broke up with him before she knew he cheated. So she was just, she was more ha- like, she was happy that she got out of the situation and stuff. And it was really, it was a really tough, it was a really tough time, but she pushed through, right? And she later found out that they did a lot more than kissing, but she didn't talk about it because they had broken up. She moved with her life. But later on that summer, they got talking again. And because initially they were like best friends, right? They were really close friends. So later on in the, um, later on in the year, they got talking again one summer and they became closer and closer, always talking on the phone. And when school started again, they got back together and he promised he made for him to remove his shirt. I swear (laughs) he promised that it would never happen again. And he actually became a better person according to Elizabeth. So all of us were like, okay, okay, okay. Let's see where he, he goes. And the relationship was really lovely. Just watching them, seeing how they loved each other, how intentional he was. Like, it was just like, okay, okay, okay. That's amazing. But later on in the relationship, the situation of um, gives, in quotes, so like him wanting to do stuff with her came up and it was actually an issue. And every time it was a subject matter, every single time. And it got to a point where Elizabeth found out that he was now sharing it with some of his friends and he never brought it up with her because he knew that this was not, a, not an option for her. So he'll be just in his friends and be like, Oh, I don't know why my babe won't agree to this and stuff like that. So it kept on happening over and over again until one day, one of his friends who was a mutual friend of Elizabeth confronted her about it. And when she spoke to him about it and she was like, how, is this going for you? Like, is it getting harder? And he said, yes. So I was like, so Elizabeth asked him what he was doing about it. And he said it was getting harder and he doesn't know. So, um, along the line, the relationship ended on the basis of sexual, like sex and stuff, not sex, but like doing stuff. And Elizabeth wasn't a fan of it. So she was like, okay, cool. Now, that kind of situation right elizabeth left because she knew what she wanted for herself and that was not it even though the relationship was beautiful it was lovely he was amazing the relationship was amazing she loved him but she loved herself more and loved god more so obviously she picked herself and god over the relationship and she knows very well that god is going to she's going to god is going to help her know and discern the right person for her someone and when i say the right person it's not like there's somebody god is saving for you no but someone that has certain values that you want in a person, right? The best meat for you, the best help meat for you, the best partner. That's how it is. So she understands that that's going to happen for her. So she picked God over the beautiful relationship in quotes, instead of going through the whole stress of 
being with someone that you you're not even sure might cheat on you like you're not even sure if he has cheated on you already or is going to cheat on you you know all those thoughts right just the stress alone of always thinking hey should i do because when you love someone the thoughts will come to your mind like okay or something but if you're with someone who understands you who is yoked with you who is a believer as well it is easier because when you're ovulating your level of horny goes from like two or let's say three to eight and that is so in that situation you are going to what are you going to do right if you have a partner who has been waiting for the slightest chance and it's not like because he's wicked it's just that he's just been waiting for an opportunity and it's not like he hates you or he just wants to use and dump you he's just this is what he's always wanted right but you're not a party to that so it's going to be tough because he's not going to help you stay accountable but if you are with someone who is equally yoked who is also a believer who has the same goals when you are falling short and when you are struggling he's going to hold you up and even though the temptation might be 100 he's going to tell you see i would love to right now but we made a pact to ourselves and to god so i'm going to keep you accountable it might even be embarrassing because you when your body now comes and you'll be like hey jesus so so it's me that cannot hold myself <laughs> and with the guy same thing happens you have to keep him accountable as well that is why it is advice for you to be in relationships with believers not just christians that are just floating and are lukewarm genuine christian like people that are genuine believers genuinely who have the same you know um beliefs and with you and ideology so it's not somebody that you have to say okay even if you don't do this we'll just do this even if you don't do that we'll just do that all that compromise will not be necessary all the back and forth or you'll be having arguments that yeah, you don't have to have sex with me i just feel it's very irritating so personally right because of what i've been listening to if you move to me or if you make like now if somebody is talking to me and you send me a song that has like sex in it i'm not going to find it romantic i'm not going to find it interesting i'm just going to be like why are you sending me this because you clearly know my stance so it's going to be irritating and a huge turn-off for me and i'll not be able to see it the same way because i'm like why are you sending me this song like why are you sending this to me personally i avoid songs that have any sexual thing related to it so the songs i listen to i filter them because songs for me are a big deal so what i whatever i'm listening to right it plays a huge role in my mind and if you're listening to songs that have a lot of sexual um lyrics in them and stuff it's going to be in your mind right it's going to be in your mind even with books i skip them in movies <laughs> i skip them I remember i was watching a movie with someone and they're like why are you skipping it i was like i don't want to watch them have sex like i'm not interested it's not because i'm trying to be the best believer it's just the way i am and i have wired myself i'm not interested and this is not an, an act i'm trying to get myself into right now so i'm not going to let myself like you try to take preventive measures so if you don't want to if you're going out you don't want your phone to be stolen you'll not put your phone on the roof of the downfall like you know or you'll not be swinging the phone in your hand you're keeping your bag so you protect you protect yourself you don't leave yourself exposed you get and leave your mind wavering also conversations the conversations you have even if you have friends that are unbelievers i have eh, not unbelievers <laughs> even if you have friends that are not abstaining and stuff like that <laughs> even if you have friends like that right who are sexually active there's some conversations they know you will not be a fan of like my friends even know sometimes they're like oh um 
they make comments like um pastor or ah, there's something my friend called me recently i can't remember but you have conversations like that and um with my friends who are sexually active there was this particular day i was having a conversation with one of them and i was just intrigued right i was just asking questions and they were like if you can me i hope it's that you're not making plans because it's not an option you're not allowed <laughs> i said lol i was laughing i was like what do you mean i'm not allowed i'm a grown man he said no that's your business and i found it really cute because your friends understanding where your mind is at as well really helps right this is not something you should shy away from because as a believer it is expected that once you say oh i'm a christian there are some certain things that are expected of you you don't lie you don't steal basic ten commandments you are honest you are obedient you are respectful you are abstaining from sex it's meant to be next thing like it's not meant to be 50 50 i'm a christian but there's no but you are a whole christian you believe god you love god with your entire heart so you're going to try your best to abstain from things that don't please god that's just how it works also i try not to dwell on thoughts so in situations when like i'm ovulating or something and or when you are just horny right because as a human being your body does things your body is meant to do it also shows that you're normal it's what you do with those thoughts i won't just come and say oh you know let me act on them or something you just have to not dwell on the thoughts it happens it's normal but dwelling on it building land planting cement do you know <laughs> i say planting cement building land putting cement on it you now barricade it you now put scaffolding that's a building mansion on top of those thoughts and you camp on it that's when you have issues and yeah the most important one is the relationship right so if you're with someone who is an unbeliever not even an unbeliever, if you're with someone who is pressuring you and reminding you constantly how you're making them not enjoy the things of the world or pre- um, disturbing them about sexual things, I advise you to take your things and leave. It's not going to be easy, but for your own sanity, I promise you, like, I, I think it's because I follow so many Christian couples. So I see that it is actually good and normal and possible for you to be in a Christian relationship, abstain, cut for years, maybe two years, a year, and end up married without having to have sexual relations with anybody yes i'm believing their word for it but it might happen they, they may be lying but as long i'm seeing it i'm hearing about it so it is helping me so also fill your mind with a lot of things like that because it will help you give you faith and hope that this is possible when i was younger i didn't think it was possible because everybody left right and center was having sex every relationship if sex was not part of it it wasn't a relationship so that's what i was seeing everywhere so i didn't want to be in a relationship so i said i don't want to do so let me just stay on my own until i saw people actually be in relationship I'm like eh, this is possible yeah really so now when i'm looking out for someone when i'm looking out for a relationship right so someone comes to move to me there are certain standards so this is not a list of right it's a standard and when you have standards it's very tough for you to go below that standard so when you already have standards placed he has to be absent like he has to be a believer and when i say a believer someone that you know sex is not a factor for like that's so important and you have to say for what it is ask the question what's your stance on sex for marriage if they lie and tell you oh i'm not interested no problem very good along the line you'll tell if they're interested or not their behavior is not just by words it's by their actions so what are you doing are they asking you to come into compromising situations how are the dates like what do they say to you what are the compliments there are some compliments you give me and i'm just <laughs> extremely irritated because imagine your relationship with someone and the person is telling you that if you know what i'm thinking of doing to you right now nibu 
that's not an interest of mine like i don't care what anybody says if that's not you know that's crazy or i'm not romantic it's not it's not something that i find nice to hear because i just think you're sexualizing me why can't you say i'm beautiful why must you have to compliment like you can't say oh you look very beautiful you look amazing oh this is stunning no it is a damn i can't wait to wait to what you be wait to <laughs> well basically that's what i wanted to share i can't share everything in 25 minutes but this is just me trying to you know share what i know and what i have been doing to practice this and keep going because it's something we need to talk about a lot because sex is talked about a lot right but the kind of information we need to hear as believers so if you have a platform i advise you try to speak on it more because more people need to hear about this every single time and every day is like a choice and like a decision to abstain so when you wake up in the morning it's not like the decision you made last week no it's a daily choice because every day you face different challenges so yeah that's basically what i'm going to say so thank you so much for listening i hope this helped and i wasn't just rambling and if there are any you know thoughts you'd like to share as well please send them to me so i can share them i keep your name anonymous of course if you want that and i'll share them so more people are informed and yeah let me know your thoughts on abstinence and sex before marriage and all that good stuff and i'll see you in my next episode Mwah. bye